Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> How racist are you going to be today, Paul? I don't know. How racist do you want me to be? I'd prefer if you weren't that racist. Oops, are we on? Yep. Okay. I won't be then. Well, first and foremost, let's talk about the white light that you got. Yeah, well, so what happened is we had a we have a table light here. You know, one of those um table lights? <laughs> we have a table light here. It's one of those uh table lights. It's the type of light that you would have on a drafting table. People going, wow, a drafting table. Wow, snooze fest. Yeah, right? And like I'm looking at one. The drafting table you have here is like the 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 least tech thing that you have in this fucking hangar. It is, but I have two of those. You do know that. I've got We're, no, I've got one here and there's one out in the uh in the shop right there right in the uh, Oh, well, thank God. Same size. Now that one has got a bunch of crap on it which I can't stand right now. But what's really nice when they're clean is if you're doing sketches or you have some blueprints that the factory has sent you to look at some stuff, it's nice to lay that out there and then put you have your drafting table light over it and look at the blueprints. But the but the, the light that we had before was inadequate. Well, what happened? No, so we took, yeah, we took that light off of that drafting table, and which kind of screws on the edge. People know they're kind of like an insert lamp in a way, but they're clamped to the edge of the table. Yep. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Yep. So um, something failed oh i know it was a switch on top oh of it. yeah yeah. and then yeah. so i thought these are old anyway these are the old screw in incandescent although i replaced it with a fluorescent light light talk let's talk about your lighting ladies and gentlemen this show hey it's home improvement for those of you that are still awake let me bring you back let's <laughs> talk about something funny paul so this this is an updated version so i said screw it fuck it <laughs> fucking thing sucked it did suck I threw it I actually got I could have fixed the switch but I went nope just threw it's it away it's too old because they're you? about honestly $12 I think serious numbers prime t- prime delivery or prime what's Amazon Prime Amazon thank you and it's like I'll just get one of those. But went, ooh, look, an LED light. Look, a more modern version. Look, a long, skinny version. Ooh, look, I can adjust the... I like how you're fat shaming the goddamn light. And oh, it has yeah, to be skinny. See, God that. damn it. That's, that's bright, isn't it? It yeah, is bright. Hold it all, all the way down. I'm dim. getting a fucking tan. Oh, I like that. Is it that. A... Just hold your finger on it. Oh, 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 yeah. Nice, huh? Yeah, that's pretty cool. So it just got this... Uh, it's LED. It's kind of a long, skinny... Uh, Joe. So anyway. Remember when this podcast was funny and we didn't just talk about lights? I, well, I feel what's going like, to happen is someday we're going to be upstairs and this light may come in handy. No, I understand it. I, I get it. I can't wait till the new studio is ready. Mm-hmm. It's going to be almost. Here's how I don't it know, I think I think it's probably going to be our new studio is going to be a little bit bigger and a little bit better than Joe Rogan's new place. I was going to say we started talking about the new studio a while back, long before I heard about Joe Rogan talking about his new studio. Yeah, I, I, I feel like that guy fucking rips us off yep. all the goddamn time. Kind of like 
many, many episodes ago when we talked about how crazy it is, all the different technological advancements that happened in, uh, in the year 1947 uh-huh. and just subsequently. And seems to me that uh, just recently Tom DeLonge from Blink-182 fame uh-huh. was on Rogan's podcast and uh, also tended to agree with us. Now, granted, he is fucking batshit crazy. He's a little bit nuts. He's 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 a mixed bag of nuts that's for goddamn sure but he makes some strong points about aliens and whatnot and uh he does he does but that one little bit where he talks about man some crazy 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 advances of technology happened between 1946 and about 1950 it's when you had the majority of your ufo that 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 that, i'm like that motherfucker listens to our podcast and give me a goddamn credit and we talked about that that's when bell labs came up with the transistor and Yep, All 1947. Yeah. So Roswell, 1947. That's what got us into the, you know, the transistor radio, then the space on. We talked about this. But anyway, there are a number of topics that we have spoken about that a couple weeks later show up on Joe Rogan. It's happened. So we're calling you out, Joe. <laughs> God damn it. But he does have a studio finished. Yeah, that fucking that studio. Yeah, but you know what? His studio can't fly a plane and drive it right up to it. Right? Of, yeah. You yeah. can't do it. Nope. Can't do it. And every literally everything he does in his studio, you can do and do better. How long how long is this uh this uh well like he, we were to set up an archery range he, inside the hangar. Yeah, he was talking about the uh how long this forty yards was it forty yards? Which is hundred and twenty feet. This is hundred and twenty five feet here. Boom. You can do an indoor yeah. archery. Yeah. We're we talking a fucking forty one and a third. Do you know what I really wanted to do here? And I still might do this. Oh, I'm not sure I've talked rave? about this phone party, nude phone party. Well, that's going to happen. We talk. I've got the hot tub. I have the, uh, the 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 pink. What's it called? Mr. Pink. Do you have Mr. Pink? <laughs> Why do I have to be pink? Shout out to Katie Teigen. That's still Teigen. <laughs> still Teigen. All these fucking years later. So what happened was I'll talk about Mr. Pink. And then I'll t- <laughs> All right, let's hear more about Mr. Pink. So I really wanted to clean out something of my car, my truck, or colon, whatever, whatever. something like that. Yeah, and um, started YouTubing things. And I, oh, I know what I can't remember why I wanted to do this. I saw someone washing a car somewhere. It was kind of foamy and sudsy, and I went, "I really, I want, I want, I want the, the maximum foam I could get. It might be kind of fun. Hangar's big enough, and there's drains in the middle of the of the hangar, um, of the bunker, shall we say, and." Um, I just don't remember the, the the process, but I got on YouTube, and then there's this company. What the fuck, Mr. Pink? Called? Oh no, it's called the the Chemical Guys. Look those guys up. Oh yeah, yeah. Called the, the I, Chemical Guys. I do remember they, this. They make a line of leather cleaners, of soaps, everything to detail your car. They make special buckets you can get. There's a here's what's a good item. This is actually Tim Schritter might appreciate this. If you can actually, he probably has this. But it, you can, in a five gallon bucket, you get this plastic sort of strainer. It's a couple inches deep. And it fits kind of snugly down the bottom of your five-gallon bucket. So all the little grits and rocks and things go through. Drop to the bottom. Yeah, yeah, don't keep your, yeah. So they sell that kind of shit and other scrubs. and you know, So I thought, I'm going to buy some of this stuff for my airplane to wash. And uh, Washing the, your airplane sounds like the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate ego masturbation. I know. I, I don't really enjoy Some days you enjoy it. It's like we talked about this before. When you, uh, if you grocery shop and you're in a hurry, it sucks. Or to me, it does. Yeah. Or if you have plenty of time, if it's your day off, you're like, I don't have to do anything else. I think I'll go. I need to do some grocery That's shopping. That's what I did at 5.15 this morning. Then it's, it's kind of therapeutic. It really is. Especially when the only people around are the people stalking. Yeah. 
I kind stalking of like that. Or stalk- both. Oh, okay. Both. I saw two of my stalkers, one male, one female. Be very, very, very quiet. quiet. <laughs> Fucking I Elmer Fudd I kind of have tiptoeing a, through the <laughs> grocery store. <laughs> I have a I have a confession. It's not really a confession, it's more like a call for help. <laughs> Go ahead. I got I, ha- I got a lot of those. I have uh I have a I kind of have a, a female stalker. Really? Yeah. I don't think she listens to the podcast. I'm not going to call her out by name because that's just dumb because I don't want my fucking rabbit boiled or anything like that. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so, um, yeah, we, we met six months ago, maybe. Do you want me to stalk your stalker? Uh, no, no, I do. I, I've, I, I've got it under control. Okay. And I keep, I keep her at uh, uh, enough of a distance, I think. Okay. But she does things like ask me hey how's it going what are you uh, what are you up to this weekend and I'm like the same fucking thing that I do every weekend I work every single Saturday at the brewery most of the time you don't tell her you come in here to record do you uh, no 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 I don't okay, give okay. her address the, 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 the address of the bunker or anything like that no 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 she doesn't have my home address nothing okay we met at a function. So you say she doesn't. I don't. Well, not that I know of. I mean, she could be doing drive-bys of, of the house or something, but I, whatever. Yeah. Um, she could be completely harmless, but here's what really, really freaks me out. She doesn't live in town. Uh-oh. She'll, uh, anytime I respond to her and I'll say, do oh, know, yeah, do I'm, I know, I'm doing do I this. Know this person? I think you, you might have met her. It's not who you think I think it is. Uh, it, uh-huh. I can't draw. I can't say any hints without no somebody. Knowing. Just leave it to be. Let me tell. Let's let me, okay. Let me, can we go back to the story? I'm shutting up now. All right. What'll happen is, is that I'm trying to be nice and not because uh, you don't want to piss off your stalker because you don't know how fucking nuts they are. <laughs> nope. It's like Andy Dick. Andy Dick had the best advice ever. He goes, "You know how I took care of my stalkers? I just always slept with them." I'm like, I'm not going to sleep with my stalker. I'm like, I'm not going to do it. And I'm not to say that she's come like a full-blown stalker status, but like, what happens is wait, wait, so if you I'll sleep be nice. Your, wait, if you sleep with your stalker, do you think the stalker will then become... He said that what it did was... Satient? It, 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 essentially, and then and then what you can do is you... It's kind of... He said it was opening up a sexual dialogue. Okay. And then and then they kind of fool around for a couple months, and he's like, nine times out of ten, they'll just figure out that I'm an asshole and they don't want to be around me he anyway. He starts talking to someone else. Yeah, maybe. or he's like, then we enter into a relationship, so to speak, and then I just dump them. And then, and but say, then yeah, it can get really nasty. It could get really nasty, but he's he's had really good success. Okay. It's, this was like a Howard Stern interview so long ago, it was on like broadcast radio. Right. Anyway, so I'm trying to be nice and say, hey, what are you up to tonight? Oh, well, I'm, I might go... Here, Michael. There, I'm thinking I might go to say go to the brewery on Thursday and have pizza. One hundred percent of the time, I, whenever I tell her I'm going to be somewhere uh-huh. at around in a roundabout time, she's there. She shows up. Mm-hmm. Freaks me out. I don't like it. I, I don't like that. So obviously, you're not. But you don't find her. I'm not into it. Yeah, I'm gotcha. especially not into that level of um, mm, attachment like that early on i also don't like the fact that i know that she's married uh oh yeah like that that's a that was a huge turnoff like i just okay, kind of not, wanted to be okay now it's not the person i think it is right yeah. i kind of just wanted to be friends with this person because they seemed interesting and blah 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 whatever 
And then uh, hints were dropped. She wasn't happy how in you, her marriage. You, and I'm are, like, I'm I'm so far beyond in buying into this garbage. Are you are you sure she, what, what, does she live within driving distance? Oh, wait, 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 hold on. Don't answer that. You probably won't anyway. Are you sure she doesn't listen to this podcast? And if so, or if not, how could she not? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she does. <clears throat> That's why we're not saying names, because I could have just multiple stalkers. But if she does right now, she knows we're talking about her. Okay. Well, you know, if... Uh, uh -huh, you're in trouble. You want to start this whole podcast? Yeah, there we go. Like, start all over. Good thing I got that extra the lifetime warranty on my tires. <laughs> God, I need some tires. Just like if you are listening, please don't boil the rabbit inside my house. Like, don't so, fuck. It's a so rental. You, you haven't really said anything horribly, but you just said you're not into it. it. I'm not into it. You I, know she's married, and it just bothers you some, and you just you're not interested. Exactly. Which doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It's, it's just not, that you're not. It's just a thing. It's just yeah. a, so. This is a public plea, one to the stalker. I, I'm just not. I'm not there. I'm sorry. Right. I'm really not. And and to uh, my friends and and people that listen, watch out for me. Right. Don't forget me when I'm gone. How did we get off of the My Mr. Pink? I don't even remember. I'm sorry. I, I totally hijacked your foam washing okay. washing so, my no, plane. So, so, no, it wasn't really washing the, the plane. So it was, uh, this is going to happen. Here's what sucks. It's fall is coming now and it's getting colder. We could, could have done this whole thing. Anyway. You so, have heated floors. That's true. So so we were, um, who's we? I don't even know who we was, but I wanted to wash something. I wanted to wash my truck, wash the plant, something like that. And I started looking up washing systems. I, I wanted to do it more in a hurry. And I want to get a, a, um, a, uh, oh my God, I'm just. Pressure, I, pressure washer? Thank you. You're welcome. Pressure washer. And so this thing called Mr. Pink um, <laughs> Foam Cannon. And what is, if you have a pressure washer, this is a special little, special nozzle or thing. And it sucks soap out of this special super soapy shit they have. It smells really fantastic. And it, through this special nozzle with the pressure washer and water, and it's, it buries whatever you want to wash in a fucking foam bath. It's called Mr. Pink. Which is yeah. super handy out here in the desert because I don't know if you ever really try to, like, it dries wash quickly. it. It dries so fast. It's right. such a pain in the ass. It is. So, but we solved this problem because what we're going to do is, this is a while back, I think, when Katie heard about Mr. Pink. Um, and... <clears throat> So she kept bugging me, and she stopped now because she knows I don't. Ha I don't have. I didn't buy the pressure washer yet. Right. Why? She, why? So I. I don't know why. I just. I just didn't do it yet. I just. Do you didn't know how care. handy a fucking pressure washer would be around yes. here, or for your friends to borrow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. If I buy one, I want to buy a serious horsepower one. I don't yeah. want to fuck around. I actually did some research on that yeah. be because I had. I enjoyed. Uh, I did like several evenings worth of research on pressure washers and uh, cost benefit, you know, analysis and all that. And they're fucking awesome. There's some cool shit out there. And that was after I you know, discovered how much fun they were. We need to start talking to the chemical guys and send them a copy of this podcast and get them to send us some fucking materials. Some to, free shit. Yeah. They're not going to send you a pressure washer. So no, maybe no, you should fine. go off and buy one yourself. I will. But I would like to have a quiet pressure washer. Be like, oh, it's bullshit. We need to burn some fucking dinosaurs. What's stuff. a quiet pressure washer? I don't know. If there were a battery operated one, you know, some kind of a cool battery, that would be not, You want to know why? Because what you want to do is get in the hangar here and get Mr. Pink going with a quiet, <laughs> quiet pressure, pressure washer. <laughs> Getting Mr. And, Pink all riled up. And, you know and what I'm think saying? about it. 
think about my stereo system out there playing whatever music because Katie goes, and this is a while back, she goes, we could get a bunch of girls out here washing your airplane and stuff and we can foam it all down. And, you know, she was going on and on. We could have an airplane wash like a plane wash no no man people with planes have way more money and just car not charging. my asshole friends here. they're a bunch of fucking dillweeds that have they wouldn't throw a hundred bucks to get their plane washed by some beautiful women and then we donate that money to okay. i don't know okay paul's pressure washer fund or oh. whatever the fuck it is you okay want. There, there's a couple of them that are really creepy i don't think am i creepy um really <laughs> <laughs> look i'm not 27 years old but I'm not you're creepy. Not? I'm not. I creepy. know that you're not creepy. I was. I was pausing for okay. dramatic effect Fine. and a fucking comedic effect. Fine. I don't find you creepy. I've never heard a woman come to me and go, "Can you keep keep Paul away from me?" He right. reminds me of Strom Thurmond or something. Oh, oh, Strom did you, Thurmond. We're yeah, talking about? because he's old as fuck and used to grope women. Oh, uh, heard about George? You're George Bush? I was. Yeah. That's where I was going. I know George H. W. Bush apparently it, grabs women's asses when they're doing photos. Okay, shoots. but here's the thing. He's ninety something. Yes, I'm not is. saying that he what he's doing is right. I'm saying he's a man who's on the verge of death, who is basically half dead already, and he knows it. When he and this was the explanation I heard for for the way his his when you know he takes pictures with people because it happens with men too. I saw a whole bunch of pictures of him. The farthest up he can get his hand <laughs> is. Literally around. So you're like saying ass, he, he's trying to go like around their shoulder or their but mids, he makes, he their makes, thorax. Yes, thorax. Please don't use thorax. <laughs> trying to go around their thorax, and he grabs their abdomen. Essentially, <laughs> uh, depending on how tall they are, because he right. can only he's sitting in a wheelchair, he can only lift his arm up so high. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's a plausible argument. Sure, that's it, 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 that is not. Harvey fucking Weinstein going, if you fucking suck down this load, I'm going to make you a star, which he did with so many people. Yeah. That's different. I don't, I don't like the first Bush. Like I didn't think he was all that great. Like I, looking back in history, he was like, he really wasn't, he wasn't very effective. He yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he, he really, he like, he didn't, sure. do, he didn't do much. I don't, sure. I don't think anyway. Yeah, uh, there's a reason he wasn't reelected. We elected the fucking saxophone guy. The main but reason anyway, was, if you recall, I don't want to go on this. Ross Perot. No, 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 no. Well, there is Ross Perot. There is Ross Perot. But he said he. I think this was the big thing, right? He said no new taxes, and he raised taxes somewhere, and that just pissed everybody off. Yeah. You know, I don't want to go down. Yeah, he said We're no. New, he, he didn't say no raising taxes. He said no new taxes. Right. He did. He was careful. Yeah. No new tax. Anyway, read my lips. He, no he, new taxes. The 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 what was. What makes the, his crippled arm thing creepy is the fact that he tells a dirty joke. Almost while he's doing the this, same fucking dirty joke every single time. While he does he's it. raising his arm, yes, up. yes. Well, see, like, then it's on purpose. He says something about copping a field, but the, like he hasn't ex- explained it, but other people have explained it as he's he's trying to make light of a situation that's kind and, of fucked. And, no, it's he he might know he can't grab them properly and he, he knows he's he's putting his arm around their butt area this man was a leader of the free fucking world for four years and he can't stand up to shake someone's hand right. i can't imagine how fucking mentally crippling that has to be oh yeah i'm not saying what he's doing is right i'm just saying what he's doing comes from a different place and what people are trying to put him into it's t- and he doesn't i don't think he was fucking sexually assaulting anybody no i think he can't lift his fucking arm up high yeah. enough he, he doesn't look that good either you know he's sitting there in this wheelchair oh he just, looks so it's, bad it's sad i think it's time to push him out on the iceberg <laughs> that's all I'm, 
That's all, that's all I'm. I'm serious. God damn it! I'm not kidding. I, usually, that's not a bad way to go. Usually, I'm the uh, starving to death or freezing to death. Free, or, you, would, or you, you would eaten you would by a polar think bear. Of, he's thin with thin skin, old guy. He would die within 20 minutes from cold. The, from, you're shoot him up with morphine. I don't mean him necessarily, but I mean I think it's funny. I think that's how all of our former presidents should go. I wouldn't wouldn't mind. Well, I'm, I don't know if I'd mind it or not. Just you know, there. Bye. Thanks for all you did. Thanks for what nothing. Thanks for the foam cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that went really dark. But I think you're. I, I don't know. You're right. Like you have he, to leave with some dignity. He doesn't look good. He doesn't look. Yeah, he has really no dignity left. Like he shits his pants. I'm yeah, sure. Like I, he, I know, and he's, he's, but, he's his hair's wrong, and he's not made up, and his face is distorted. It's and, pretty bad when. Uh, uh, Jimmy Stewart, no, not Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Carter, sorry. Yeah, Jimmy Carter looks better than he him, does. and he's almost a decade older than he him. does. That's Carter was out there building houses. I'm not saying that. Well, Carter's in. I don't know. He had he had a stroke, right? Recently, Carter. No, he had, had heat stroke and collapsed while building a a the hospital. Oh no, and some kind of cancer. To, he had some kind of a cancer. He cancer. He did, right? Did, I I don't know. He I, recently I, Carter caught something. He caught something. He. Uh, he probably inhaled too much fucking building dust. Nah, okay, so what I was going to say is this, Joe, and and Tygen, you have to encourage me this to get a soap, uh, to get a uh, pressure washer, although Joe's done his research. So we're going to buy a pressure washer. We're going to get Mr. Pink going, and we're going to do f- soap cannon washing yeah. and airplanes or co- really cars ought to be. it. We can close down the door. We can get the music going in here. We can get some lights It'd be really great to we'll have get Jeremiah to, yeah, to DJ. We'll have yeah. ourselves a big foam party. It's yeah, just, but not a lot of people. We, we're going to have to import some unknowns. Unknowns. Yeah, maybe. like un- unknowns because I don't see a, most of our friends just getting naked around each other. Right, But I think there are, there, are, there are some, though. There are some. There yeah. are some. Yeah. But – not enough. There won't be a good ratio. How's yeah, that? I got gotcha. you. I have a feeling that the the, the swing and dick to non swing and dick ratio would be off. Right. But what I was going to tell you is this: we talked about um, how do we get off on this? I was I told you what I was going to build. I said, "Here's what I want to build in the in the in the hangar." How do we help me out, Joe? We were going to do something. We we're going to build something downtown. We were going to do something. And I said, "You know what I want to build here? Hospital." No. No, I know we talked. No, this is off the. Oh. We're talking about the, off the air. When I'm talking about on the air. It was we were talking oh. about doing something. I don't remember. I'm sorry, man. I want to build a rock climbing wall. You do, and here's how I want to do it. Okay, it'd be easy. Not easy, but not that bad. If you look at the uh, the uh, people talk about rock climbing walls, people think it'd be great to have one down here, but no one's really stepping up. Now this is not downtown. That'd be so cool to have something downtown. That would be cool to have someone down there with one of those gymnasium buildings or whatever. There are several places. There are four establishments downtown. Is this not correct? That do workout stuff, and including yoga. So there's 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 the uh, the big building across from the 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 nine one one center. What's that building called? Oh, across on. from the nine one one center, not, a, not across oh. adjacent. Oh, to, oh, 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 yeah, that big yeah, old building um, used to be the fire station yes, or something yes, years ago. Yes, yes, God damn it, it's uh, shit, shit, shit. 
I can see the sign in yeah, my the head. The sign's fucked up. They need another sign out oh, there. Oh, I want you to know that every every single episode, we get stuck on something and we never have a resolution. And people are screaming in their cars. I know. Or whatever know. while they're getting ready for work. Or how like Bo Senna driving out to Praxair is just screaming like, fuck, well, you guys can't remember shit. Okay, fine. So listen I to me. can't think of what it's called. So there's, yeah, there's that four, place. There's, there's like three or four places downtown. No, there's the, four. Let's go through Okay, right? there's Yoga, the, that the place. old fire station, the old factory to you, which is CrossFit. And what's the fourth one? Isn't there another one downtown that's a, well, we could call the karate place. That Would that count? On, uh, on oh uh, yeah, Daniel's play. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. Almost. You could throw that in there. Yeah. Okay. How about down the road a little bit towards the east ish? So we say there used to be a dance studio or something. Did that place move or close down? There was a dance. I have no idea. I don't recall a dance studio. Okay, man. if from the same side as the cellar door, and or uh, whatever, and you go away from downtown on the right hand side. There was a building, almost a freestanding building. Wasn't it some kind of a, I don't know if it was ballet or dance. There's had a, there's it, had a, it up the hill on the right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of right next door to the coffee shop. Yeah, yeah. That was the old CrossFit place. Okay. But that, they, I, mo- they moved from that building to to I, their current building. I swear there's a dance place downtown. The last person that did Bend and Brews uh, was Sandra. And I don't remember her last name, and she's a dancer. And she teaches dance downtown somewhere. I think it's downtown. I think. Anyway, four places downtown. And I, they probably rent these buildings, so they can't really do it. That's the problem. Most people are renting these buildings. But but so here, if I wanted to do it and get into it, it wouldn't be that hard to do. Um, so screw Joe Rogan. But he's not going to have a rock climbing wall. because he's not into rock climbing anyway. I don't think so. Looks like a damn gorilla. He does he's, look like a gorilla. He's built like a gorilla. He's fucking built like a I mean, I don't he want to is. tell him that to his face. No, he would fucking pummel us. I watched the video. He knows that, though. He talks about him. So he's built like a damn... He, well, he knows uh, that. He, he he calls himself ape-like. He does. He does. Uh, he called himself a humanoid a few episodes ago. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> I was like, that sounds about right. Yeah. So anyway, between the vertical posts, you know, there's there's four big... They're 25 whatever yep. feet wide here. And that's the main structure of it. You go straight up there and blow out the ceiling, you know, which is a uh, 15 feet and then peaks up. You can blow out that section, go straight up with a column, another 30 feet easily up in there, have it all be enclosed and have a huge rock climbing wall section up there fairly easily. Are you going to build out of carbon fiber? Nope. But this could be done. I looked it up a number of months ago and checked it out and I, it might be kind of cool. I mean, it might be kind of, it wouldn't be a commercial place. You can't do that out here anyway, but it's my hangar. I can do whatever I want to do, but you couldn't be, well, you could do that and you could charge money. No, you can't. It's not an aviation oriented business, you know, so you can't really have a rock climbing one. There's other liability considerations and stuff like that, but it could be a cool facility that you could do. And, you know, we've got, um, I like the idea of you getting people drunk and then strapping them onto a rock climbing wall. Not what I was thinking. I think it's a great idea. Thinking more of being like early in the morning when the sun's rising, do some yoga, do some rock climbing. God damn it. You know Subaru doesn't make a pickup truck, right? Like you're not gonna build a, <laughs> you're not gonna be able to trade in your F one fifty for a Subaru. Know, well, you know, I, know. I think they might still make the Brat. <laughs> you get yourself a Brat. It's like, part. I was just thinking how I could maximize this this building to do to still do what I'm there doing. There are so course. many fucking cool things that I've it's, I've thought it, of. So it's many big things enough to, do, to do things here. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. And so I think that we could once we get it finished, Dan. Then I don't, I don't know could, that Dan listens to the podcast, but Dan needs to finish his fucking thing. Right. Anyway. So uh, that could be done out here. So there is Mr. Pink, the thing, the light, 
because we're gonna have some cool lights up there. You okay? Yeah. You all right? Yeah, and yeah, my eyes are the burning. Black, black widow bit you. No. Oh man. I did yoga again today. The, I'm I'm happy for you. That's good. Yeah. I've been slacking lately. Yeah. I've just been really lazy. I didn't shower yesterday. I, I went down. I went from Wednesday to Friday without showering. Huh. I showered Wednesday night. How about today? You said no shower. I showered today. I actually showered okay. twice today. I can't go to the barber with greasy fucking bedhead. And some people can do that. I just don't want to put that evil on the dude. Sure. Um. So yeah, I did yoga. I missed three weekends in a row for yoga because that's terrible. Last Friday, I got my flight physical. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I passed. My blood pressure was almost normal. Paul doesn't have to check his blood pressure again for two years. <laughs> And <laughs> on behalf of everyone, everywhere who's ever listened to you go on about your thank blood pressure, God, thank the fucking good Lord that you can't or that you don't have to do this. But what was incredible is that how elevated it was. Then you run a mile and then it's down to 125 over 78 or something. Just like or what that. about the time that you were underneath my truck, like looking at like listening for the fuel pump? And then you stood up and almost fucking passed out. You had to like lean on my truck. Because it was so low blood pressure because I just your ran. blood pressure was so low. And it was like. Your what's, blood what's pressure with you. Your blood pressure is bipolar. What the fuck is wrong with you, Paul? <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's too. It's like you. It's like you overdosed on hibiscus tea, right? Which well, is totally have, possible. It, it is possible. And then uh, I had some uh, beet juice. We talked about that, or beetroot juice, they call it. But anyhow, so the Friday before was the flight physical in Vegas, which they had the funeral thing I told you about. The procession. They, they closed down the highway, and it was this. Whatever for the one of the cops. Oh, for one of the the yeah. cops. Yeah. And then they, the Friday before that, I was fucking sick, if you recall, because that was the film festival thing we went down to. Yep. And then the Friday before that, they were doing yoga instruction for four days, where they do Thursday, Friday, yep. Saturday, Sunday. Uh, so I missed three weeks in a row on my Friday going down there, and I made it today. So, uh, well, I was so happy about. We're that. all happy. Thank you. I know everybody that's going. Thank it, God. It's Paul. good. God damn it! I was start, starting to get really, really sick and tired of you not talking about yoga. <laughs> <laughs> that that is one thing that we've trailed Joe Rogan for sure because he's been talking about yoga for a while. Yeah, so. but he's only been doing it for a couple of years. He says, I think. Yeah, no, he he. Yeah. And <laughs> but he sold on it. When he, it's funny because he tried it, I guess, years and years and years ago. And uh, when he first got into it, it made him too mellow. Mm-hmm. And that was when he was still doing. Like a lot, like three and four days a week of grappling with uh, BJJ and all that stuff. Like he mm-hmm. was doing a lot of that stuff. And he said the yoga calmed him down to where he lost his edge. <laughs> He's like, I was turning into a goddamn hippie that can still kill people with my bare hands. <laughs> and I was just, it, it, I didn't like it. So Jeez. we were down in uh, in uh, Blackbridge Brewery a while back. And I think that uh, this was a few weeks ago in front um, on the new area that, that was built out. Veranda. And I think that, I think... I think Jamie Steely had walked by. It was during the day. I think it was before. It was, it was some big. I think it was during the big event downtown, the Annie Divine Days or something like that. And she was selling raffle tickets or something like that. Yeah. And I think Charlie was out there and uh, and Lisa and myself. And I think that's when it was going on. So we were talking about Jamie came out. So we're talking about yoga. And Charlie's kind of going, yeah. And we go, man, Charlie, you ought to go. There. Come on, man. I'll take it. We'll go do some yoga. He goes, nah, man. And he, he was like me. Uh, a while back, I just didn't want to do it. So Charlie goes typical. Charlie Fetch goes, "Now nah, you know the way I look at it. I've lived without getting AIDS for the last number of years. I've also lived without having to do yoga." Fucking, <laughs> like, I love that. <laughs> it's it really is rock solid logic. <laughs> Charlie logic. It's fucking. It's perfect. Is what it is. I think it would be funny 
to have Charlie in there, I would love to have Charlie in there while I'm doing yoga. This is this should be our new challenge with his comments, like with like Rogan and them are doing their. They did the like the no. The oh, so, 30 days in a row, sir, hot yoga. I think it's hot yoga, dude. Isn't I it? don't think you can do 30 days of hot yoga. I, in a row. I, th- I I don't think it'll I be think healthy that's what the challenge you. was. I no, I think it was. Oh, that was part of their sober like uh, yeah, sober October or like, whatever. Because uh, it's funny because Rogan's talking about not being stoned. He has he was going to be off of weed for 30 days. And do hot yoga or do yoga for 30 days in a row or 30 something. You have to look that up. What I bet it's on the regular Google search now. But right. Because they were going to do a marathon or a half marathon or so, I can't remember what the exact challenge was, but they were going to not drink his buddies, um, uh, the two guys. Um, Tom Segura. And um, Bert Kreischer. Yeah. We're going to not not drink. And then they got Ari Shafir in on it too. Right. Not drink for 30 days. And Joe said, well, I don't really drink that much. Well, fine. You're going to not smoke weed. And he went, no, I don't want to do that. And he went, come on, pussy. You're challenging it. Okay. He's saying he's a lot more clear now. And he's like, oh, man, I'm having awesome yeah, dreams man, and that, stuff. And th- that was, uh, I forget what, what episode I was listening to where he talked about that. He's like, I sleep better any oh the 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 dreams thing did you hear yeah, about he has that? all these really his, intense very, fantastic dreams he yeah he's like it's almost like i'm like lucid dreaming now i just kind of wonder if maybe the weed is actually bad for me and i was like <laughs> like oh. i can't believe rogan said that because i mean if you're you know if yeah uh if you're like but he did he, he said he uh he he quit a while back for like maybe a month or two long time ago and he said that he ended up the first time he, he tried to go full bore back into doing weed like he did before and he got a weed hangover which he'd never had before yeah he's like i'm just fucking groggy all day long and like my back hurt like i it felt like i got hammered on cheap wine he he probably need if he and gets I back into it funny. he probably needs to ease into it again but he was saying also that he used to on occasion take a few good hits and go out and do his sets you know do his comedy stuff and be kind of half stoned right. doing it and he's still funny as hell he knows what he's doing and but he said looking back on the tapes and that kind of stuff he's now doing it now he said he feels a little more clear a little more quick which, which makes sense right i mean it's a drug so it's going to affect it, your, absolute, your delivery absolutely man yeah. like i can i could i could almost see if you had some anxiety or something like that because some people they say that it makes them makes it better and some people say it makes anxiety 10 times worse like Greg Fitzsimmons on that that yeah. uh, that episode, he talked about that. He goes, never, ever, ever within, he's like, not even within a couple days of me doing a performance will I ever imbibe anything. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, damn. He even that. said that, Fitzsimmons said that he take he he stops taking Wellbutrin two days beforehand. Wow. I listen to his podcast now. I just, I, I haven't, subscribe. I've never, never listened to one. I did because I, I enjoy him when he's on Rogan. So I kind of thought I'm going to start listening yeah. to him. I think he's better on Rogan, to be honest, as a guest. I think he's. A little bit better sometimes. He probably needs somebody to bounce off of, like yeah. if, you know what I mean, and not just not interviewing somebody. Because I honestly, Joe Rogan is not the best part of the Joe Rogan podcast. No, he's not. But he's, he's fucking he, smart. He reads. He's well. He's like you. He's really well read, and he's he's smart, and he he has a lot to say. He knows a lot of stuff. He, he can keep usually he can keep the conversation going. But you're right. His guests. Joe Rogan's guest is what make his show. Oh, absolutely. He gets high-powered motherfuckers on there consistently. That's know. why nobody listens to our podcast when it's just you and I. Yep. Because hey, we're I not high-powered enough. I have a question about weed and Rogan and things like that. Because I always had this conversation with someone with with edibles being so prevalent now. And they're we're coming in beautiful Route 66, Northwest Arizona. <laughs> we are very close in the high desert in the bunker. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, just west of here, how many miles would you say Laughlin is? How how quick could we legally buy weed if we left right now? 
right now, this time of day, 45 minutes. Right. So we could go there and they have edibles, right? I think, I guess. Been, I haven't even been in that store. I have, I have not. No, I have not been in there. We I've saw, talked we saw to people last. who have, okay. and, and they have everything like you normally like would any, find it any at other a dispensary. Because that, that, that dispensary was also uh, medical. So they have stuff for, when they just had medical. They have stuff for pens. They have edibles. I, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah. Mocha rolls, regular. Okay. Uh, we got to just visit one time just to hang out, check it out, see what's there. Finally, maybe finally use our uh, on location lapel mics. That'd be good. I don't think they would appreciate they would that. Not, they wouldn't like that. Oh, speaking of weed, though, and I'll come back to that. Man, also, people, they do grow weed out here at the uh, near the bunker. Probably not supposed to talk about that. Okay, never mind. They really don't. <laughs> I, I guarantee you there's a reason why there's not even a company name. There's no, you know, there's no. Really, Joe? Because you can't fucking smell it today. I know. I, I was driving <laughs> That's out That's what here. I was going to say. It was like <laughs> uh, our mailman friend. Which of which we have several, uh-huh. so we can't pinpoint the, this back to anybody. Po- we have a postman was, lady. A, post, a postman lady. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! I gotta rewatch that. I, I I think it's time to rewatch. Uh, what the fuck is that? Ghost <laughs> like features. What the fuck is that? Oh man! <laughs> so I got back into watching The Office. Okay. Because I I got bored with it because and I didn't finish a, a certain aspect of it. I don't know if you ever watched The Office. Yes. Not. Every episode Look, or not as serious. I watched about five seasons, six seasons, something like that. And it really just, it kind of got tedious after a while. And then, so I stopped watching. And about a year later is when uh, Steve Carell left. Okay. And I thought, ah, man, I caught an episode. Like, I, for whatever reason, I accidentally clicked on The Office. Like, it was a suggested thing on on uh, Netflix. And I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'll throw it on for background shit. And I forgot how fucking funny it was. Mm-hmm. And... Going through and rewatching it, I totally completely forgot why I was talking about The Office. Oh, probably had to do with the ghost-like feature. Yes, effect. that guy. I forgot that he was on that show, mm-hmm. and they—he's Gabe. His name. His name is Gabe, and uh, the the Dunder Mifflin folks get bought out by a company called Saber. He he isn't on there all and the time. The, though. No, he was. He was. He's, he became a series regular. In oh, fact, he did. Okay, he, was, he stayed on the last I think four seasons or three seasons. Oh, okay. Um, and he was as a result of a merger. He was HR, and he's really really funny on that show. But his, he's kind of. I feel like he's just kind of a character actor, because that's what his, he does. His. His weird, awkward, nerdy thing that he's got going on is the exact same person that is on is it still cor- fu- corporate is it, type. Is it still funny, though? Still fucking funny. Yeah. And I f- I'm glad I kind of pushed through and watched. I, just, I, I, I watched till uh, Steve Carell left, which was, I mean, it was kind of cool to see. Like, look, I'm glad I, I, I'm glad I didn't have to stretch out through a whole season. Right. And I could just, you know what I mean, like an entire, like half a year. I'm, I'm glad that I didn't have to do that, and I could just sit and watch it. It just was pretty cool. It was nice to finally out. catch up to 2012 or whatever when it was. Uh, and it was just, you know, it was a. Uh, but watching him on there, that fucking the ghost, Mr. Ghost-like features. God, Jesus Christ, he's he's so. His delivery is perfect. It's like he knows how awkward he is, and he just plays it up. Yep. Just absolutely plays it up. So when you drive over here. It smells like weed. It it, 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 it was re- strong. It was really strong today. It was uh, my my window was just barely cracked, mm-hmm. and I just had like the vent on right, mm-hmm. and uh, it's I was like, oh my god, like it's so strong. I th- I couldn't tell the difference. I couldn't tell if it was a skunk, 
Right. Like that somebody hit or not. Right. Because you came in and you went, have you been outside lately? And I went, no, nah, I've been in here for a few hours. He goes, you got to walk outside there. Because, you know, walked right out and was like, bam. Just, whoa. Like, like there was an acre of it right in front of you. Yeah, because the it, wind was just uh, coming right across. So this brings me to my question. So, oh. so there are edibles up in there in Las Vegas, all over the damn place now. And, of course, Nevada, which is right to the west of us, 40 miles. And there's medical marijuana. That's a little bit different in this case. But it's so this recreational weed all over the place. It's more commonplace than it used to be. And I don't even care about it. It's just like it's no big deal. You know, I mean, people shouldn't even hoot and holler about it. It should be just a regular thing if you want to partake and you're an adult. Fine. So what if you are at a party or a place, whatever, and this could happen. I'm sure it's used, been used as an excuse. And you eat a brownie or eat a couple of gummy Wow, imagine you eat a couple of those gummy bears. Oh, Holy. like the ones Rogan talks about? Yeah. So and, like, and you and should then, only and, eat an ear. Right. And then you get obviously ripped, stoned, high, whatever, and you have a job. That uh, and let's say you honestly did not mean to eat this gummy bear, and then you have it and you get drug tested, you know, because it stays with you for a couple of weeks. I think THC does something like that. Yeah. So let's say you get it, drug tested, and a it, week later, and, it, and you don't even know about or forgot about it. I mean, you commit positive THC or however they whatever they tell you. So and you I go, um, what? I think it comes down to reporting. So I I've heard I I don't know about legalities or anything like that. But I've heard of instances where people have somebody would think it's funny to give someone sure. a laced brownie or gummy bear, whatever, and they they aren't expecting it, which is fucked up. It is, and it's the same as roofing somebody. As far as I'm concerned, I'm sure people give their you dogs just, that too. They, oh, look, let's give the dog. Let's a get the dog gummy fucked bear. up. That dog funny. has no consciousness, man. It has no fucking idea what's going on. It knows that it's a dog and wants to hump and it wants to eat. It does not want to get high. Yep. Anyway. I've heard of people who, and, and they get then they get super freaked out because they're high. Um, they don't know how they got high. They know that they feel weird, and they end up going to to the ER. And it's all I think it's all about disclosure. Okay. It's kind of like I, I don't know if the hospital rules are like this or not. But when I worked at Frontier, if you just went to HR and said, "Listen," and you know, closed door, I think, "Listen, I think I have a drug problem," man, immediately. 30 days leave the had a rehab program da, da, da. if you were popped hot you know positive for any drugs alcohol whatever you kind of got to you kind of got to pass because they saw that you had a problem and that you recognized it was a problem i think that most workplaces that See, have drug policies would be like that is that if you like me i work at the hospital if somebody dosed me with something i got fucking and and, and i would i was you know, pissed. You could go and to I, HR. I could, I could go to the hospital. So if you guys drug test me, you're gonna. And, you and this is what happened. This is this, and da, 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 and file a police report. I th I think that's I think that's the, wow. Like you're kind of. Yeah, because I'm I was gonna say, we're talking about an illicit substance. Because if, if you didn't have to if do, you, the, I'm sorry. Go if, ahead. If you just treat, if you treat the 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 you know act of being given marijuana edible the same way you would be you would treat being given uh, a Vicodin or to. Um, I don't know, two Valium or GHB or any any of these other illegals or controlled substances. Okay. I shouldn't say illegal. They're okay. controlled substances. So, like, I think you would have to treat it the same way. What if, because this is possible, I have been at a party or a gathering and had there was a couple different drinks there. Looked like a Coke, you know, in a, one of those red party cups, whatever. Yeah. Could be rum and Coke. And you take a swig and go, wow, it was rum and Coke. 
You know, I don't really want that. I'm going to have this regular Coke here. What if, and I'm, I'm really stretching it here. Yeah. Like, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> That's what it sounds like I'm doing. It really kind of it does, does, but it, it does. It's funny. But if you are at a, at a place, and let's say there are some gummy bears sitting there, and you, you eat one. Let's say you did by accident. It truly was accident. Your friends weren't trying to fuck with you. It just happened. You know, it just it just happened. And then you realize you are getting high. Like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, those were the stoner ones. Oh, shit. Then you go to your HR and you say, uh, this happened. I got stoned last night. If you give me a drug, it's going to happen. This is at a, a party. We were in Nevada. You know, yeah. It was a thing. We were in a, a I ho- thought it was hotel. hors d'oeurs. I thought it was that. I had I, no idea. It wasn't, or whatever. Yeah. And I then, and then, okay, but then, then you, you thought, that's a good excuse. And you went to the next week and said, you know, you, if you check me. <laughs> You just so every it. weekend on Monday morning, it's like listen, it, it was it was it was my buddy's birthday, and I didn't and, know uh, the brownies were yeah. <laughs> like literally, I, I I had no idea that that giant tub of green butter was laced. So they'd say, so I, let's see, this makes week number seven in a row. You come back Monday morning, Joe. I really think that obviously it would be within reason. Yeah, and I I, I don't I I honestly don't know. I think that might be a state by state or organization by organization kind of thing. My thought or my uh, my assumption is in this state and most other states, the the fact that marijuana has pseudo legal status at the state level that most places have. And it's so it's so new that most places haven't dealt with it too much and they don't have they don't know how to deal with it because I have two friends that work in human resources, one at a public hospital uh, back east and one at a private like a like a large construction company mm-hmm. and uh one is in ohio which has medical marijuana and then the other one is in washington state which has medical and recreational and the one in washington state says we kind of have a don't ask don't tell policy if you appear intoxicated on the job whether it's weed or pills or alcohol or anything else you could be I, th- I think she said something like you could be smoking dirt we don't give a shit if you're impaired on a job site and you endanger yourself or we can and we catch you you're getting a drug test and if you test positive for anything and in, in, in any even the slightest to the slightest degree you're fired but if you're not endangering people you we really don't worry about it that's yeah. that's a privately owned construction company that has a few hundred uh, uh, employees. Do you think, honestly, in this country, it's ever going to, or is it going to swing back with this new Trump administration? Or do you think it's ever going to be in this country where it's going to be more or less legal? Well, the feds are going to, because they still haven't legalized it. Right. But states are doing it. So this is an interesting thing we're going through right now. This is really I, a fascinating I thing. I have two theories of what will happen. And it will be acceptable. So if they test you, because again, it stays with you for a couple of weeks. And so if your employer tests you and you show up positive for weed, but you're obviously not stoned, but the, you know, do you, do you think there's it's, other tests they can do parts per million blood tests or urine? Okay. And, and it is possible. You just take, take a sample right then and there. Uh, and, and, and if it's a, a, above a certain number, then apparently that means you're high. I, I don't know personally about that, about that aspect of things. But my my theory is one. I'm not saying I'm a Trump supporter by any stretch of the imagination. But Excuse one me. of the things that he ran on was more states' rights. 
I don't think that there you're going to see any stricter marijuana laws than there are currently on the books. It hasn't really at the been mentioned, level. has it? it? Hasn't even come up. A little, has it? it has a little bit. But I'll tell you what, man, he came out real strong yesterday uh, against uh, opioids yes. and starting up a starting up or getting a stricter version of Dare uh, to uh, educate kids against opioids. So maybe we can just stop it at this one generation. And I, which I, I, I couldn't fucking believe. I mean, I, all it is is just a statement of purpose. It doesn't yeah, mean right. that, that anything's do actually going to happen. But the president it, says something. It, it, causes, it creates a, a bigger discussion about things, and it potentially could. And it's got to be a different approach than it was last time. And, by the way, how are the pharmaceutical companies going to, you know, they're not going to like this. Nope, they're not. And they're massive lobbyists. Yeah. Massive. But the thing is, is that they can no longer contain what the what the, this fucking epidemic was caused by them and ramp just yeah. rampant kickbacks and like retreats for doctors and just basically you're mm-hmm. you're sponsoring doctors like you would fucking NASCAR. It's like they're putting a goddamn uh, oxycodone sticker on the sleeve of the doctor's fucking jacket. Yeah, it's fu- it's 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 that bad. It's terrible. It, yeah. It's it. I, I've actually talked to a couple doctors that have said that it. It essentially violates the Hippocratic Oath. Like it's it's fucking terrible. It's yeah. really really bad. And you're seeing, it's no longer. Mm, I, I, I I feel bad saying this, but it's it's kind of true. You no longer are seeing, at least in this area, it. You're not seeing too many new meth addicts, and you're not seeing. It's no longer the your your typical addict that's OD'd that's coming into to ERs. Is no longer meth. The, it's no well. It's no longer meth, and it's no longer the poor, toothless, scabbed over meth addict. It's now the mid twenties to mid forties female middle class mm-hmm. that are ODing because they got hooked because they hurt their back or they did this or they did, okay had so- surgery and then all Our- of a sudden and now they're like on oxy to to work during the day and soma and oxy to sleep at night it's fucking terrible are the meth addicts former meth addicts are they taking opioids now no they're dying off oh, okay gotcha. and there's just not it's just it's it it's coming out of favor it's like do you remember uh, uh it's not in vogue anymore what's the fucking guy the drug dealer in pulp fiction he goes Coke oh. is fucking dead is dead. Right. Heroin's coming Heroin's back coming in a back, big yeah. fucking way. He and, was right. And by the way, I've heard that um, people have told me that the oxycodone, Vicodin, they're all the same shit, right? It's all the same basic drug, um, to, essentially. Mm, no. They're I all mean, they're all opioids. They are. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so they're, they're all from poppies. They're, well, they're most, I, I think they're all synthetic. I don't think they actually okay. come from... But, from whoa, poppies anymore. Was that, was, that was my foot. That was my giant okay. foot. Sorry. So, so they're... Um, but it's but it's the same chemical structure, shall we say? That that's what that's what it is. Yeah, the okay. effects are the same. It's just some are more potent in smaller package. So I've heard from some that the sum of the opioids now, of course, depends on how many you take, right? Is more powerful than the heroin of the sixties and seventies. Yeah, that's absolutely that. true. Yeah, and it's it's just more refined. Yeah. Because of course, and the and big you don't killer. Just shoot up and it comes a nice, cute little legal-looking normal bottle. Oh, look at that! It must be okay. It's Crazy a bottle. But then people decide to shoot it up anyway. Oh, that's where your ODs are are coming from. And I mean, it's pretty fucking bad when I can go and attend a, a thirty-minute-long seminar to teach me how to administer Narcan, you know, uh, nasally or you know, up the nose. It's like a spray yeah. or drops to counteract opioids it's pretty fucking terrible anybody who's over the age of 18 can go to one of these seminars and they give you four or five kits 
This is and each each one I think has two, give them two or to three. You? To, yeah, they give them to you. What do you mean anybody? Anybody off the street? Why? Why? Yeah. Because of the opioid epidemic. So they're and, trying to get Narcan. you off of this yourself. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. So what Narcan does is it, it blocks the effects of opioids. Okay. So let's say you you take twice your normal dose because you're trying to get super high. Okay. Uh, your central nervous system starts to shut down. Your breathing, you know, rate slows way down. Your heart rate slows way down. You start to die. Um, somebody comes upon you, calls nine one one, and I'm I'm standing nearby, and I'm near my truck, and I have three kids in my truck. I can uh, actually, they're not in my truck. God damn it, they're in my computer bag. Anyway, but I've got the, one of those kits nearby, and I check. You have all the signs and symptoms of of an opioid overdose. I'll you know tilt your head back get my little pre-meter dosage out and I'll give you the first dose. And within about 15, 20 seconds, you'll probably come up swinging up your nose. Yeah. Cause it goes from, you go from being so stoned on opioid, you know, whatever opioid and that you're almost going to die to not having any of those receptors so where can working you get anymore. These? Do you say you can, anybody it, can get them literally anywhere you have Walmart. to be trained. You, you have to go through a training first and that's okay. how you get them for free. And they do, I think they do a training, so at you, the hospital once a month. So that's where you did yours? Yeah. So I assume police officers have this stuff. All the police there. officers in KPD, I think okay. the DPS officers all have them. It's pretty fucking terrible when you have to arm yeah. normal citizenry and police officers with over, anti-overdose kids, man. Well, like well, that's, welcome to Big Pharma. Yeah. When every is. other fucking commercial on almost every television show is goddamn drugs. It's pretty terrible. I mean, seriously. You know, it's, it's and, and I mean, like opioid addiction kind of has hit me super hard before because it like I was in a relationship with a woman for a little over four years. And first of all, that's amazing. Yeah. Right. For me, somebody put up with me for four years. But if you knew Jesus. her, there was just as much me putting up with her. OK. Uh, her and her Imelda Marcos level uh, shoe collection. Kind of like my jacket collection we're talking it's about. It's right up there with your jacket collection. I have it's a kind problem. Of, you do have a problem because you only have two arms and one back. Yeah. You do have that Looney Tunes jacket, though. Everybody's tired of that. I, I, may, I may not wear that this winter. I may I think not maybe wear give that. it a rest for this winter. Maybe give it a rest. I'm gonna yeah, cycle it. Can I get it back? You know, you yeah. should try and sell it to Michael Jordan because <laughs> he was. You remember Space Jam? Yeah, but I think it's still small for him. You think so? so I should buy a a special one of those Tupperware big like our big bin, you know, and just put it in there. Yeah, and and store it so it doesn't get you know. Maybe go through your jackets and toss out anything that's not fucking leather or purpose built for outdoor like wet for for like weather you know yeah anyway let's uh let's tough. take a fucking break let's do that let's I take a break, break. I, paul has then, to take a break probably not gonna talk about opioids when we come back we'll talk about something else maybe God, all I right so listen <laughs> listen to some music <laughs>
I think we should always talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about the Sundowner. And, um, but it wasn't the Sundowner then. It wasn't the Sundowner. Because it was the Sundowner for like are three years. Are we on years. now? Yeah, we're on now. So there's we this are, bar we're, we're, in we're back. King, Kingman, Arizona that's called now the Sundowner? Now it's called the Sundowner. Let's it go was, through the names. It, it, was it was called the Sundowner for probably 25 or 30 or more years. It was mm-hmm. called the Sundowner. Then it closed down for whatever reason, probably because there were fights in there every fucking night. And like I, I was saying before we, before I remembered to hit record, uh, that it's I always described it as the the double deuce in Roadhouse, but before Patrick Swayze showed up, right? It was just tons of fights. It was nobody ever felt safe, but they would still go there because it was kind of the only country and western joint in town at the time for a few years because there used to be at the corner of uh, Will, where Willow turns into uh, Harrison and okay. uh, they're in Airway. There's a doctor's office on one of those corners. Yeah. That used, that? To, that used to be called the Long Branch. That was another country and western bar in town. Hmm. When that place closed down, shit, I think I was still in high school when it closed down and they remodeled it. No, no, no. It was right after I graduated. It was like 2000, I think, is when they went out of business. So for a couple of years, the Sundowner was the only, I think it was the only country and Western bar in town. So people would just suck it up and go there and hope that their wife or girlfriend didn't get um, hit on, groped, whatever. And then they had to get into a fight with somebody. Sure. So then it went through several incarnations. Like it was, it sat empty for a couple of years. Then it was a place called Knockers, which was like an 18 and up club where they did. I know I had a couple of friends that tried their hand at stand up comedy there. They had live bands. Uh, and that was a tragic failure after like maybe 18 months. And then it was, I think it was called Nashville grill. I think that's when they called That's when That's when it like five years later, they did all this huge remodel and made it really nice on the inside. And then I think there was some sort of financial partnership problems or something like that. But now it's back to being called the sundowner, but you missed one, I think, because somewhere in there, it was, it was called a, whatever it was called. And it was owned by the same people that owned the same name down there in Havasu. There was oh a- yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I missed two. I missed two. It was uh, BJ's. That's right. Yeah, it was called. It was called BJ's, and then, um, Monkey Butts. It was called Monkey Butts with a Z. 
Okay, I never went there. With, I, I guess so. B, it must BJ's. Been, it must have been BJ's. Yeah, and and so yeah, so I went in there, and I have not been in that building in years. But when I first moved here, I went there a few times, and uh, walked in. And again, there was the story I was telling you before we went back on, was um, apparently this girl walks in with a guy who is apparently a recent ex boyfriend of this other chick that was there. Oh man, who was drunk, and she was across the bar, or across the not the bar bar but across the room mm-hmm. and I was sort of at the bar trying to order a drink of sorts and um, she at some, I hear some screaming going on back I'm going wow I don't know what's going on Whatever. that's my man god something like that and then yeah. this beer bottle full of beer comes sailing over hits me not in the head but like in the shoulder and kind of glances off gets beer all over me goes you know breaks on the floor and I'm turning around. I, it's very easy to tell which psycho fucking person this is. <laughs> you know, it's not, you're not even trying to pretend, who, you know, not even trying to hide the fact who they were. No. And it was this female. And I, you know, I don't know what I said or looked at or whatever. And then she was egging me on. She would now, next, she, she hit me. And now I'm pissed. And she's already in a mood. And she's wanting, she's taunting. In a very aggressive, nasty, equal she's rights gonna, man, she's you should gonna, have she's, drilled her. She's going to take anybody on. So I started heading over towards her because I was just covered in fucking beer now, and she's pissed off at this girl. That's first of all, it's a shitty shot, you know. Yeah, it's probably ten feet off. Typical girl can't. This sounds like a. <laughs> oh man, I'm, obviously I'm she wasn't a on softball player. All right, I said that on purpose. So all you lady fans we have out there, um. So, so then what happened was, I think she had guy friends around her, other people around her that were, that were stopping her because she was kind of coming after me too. She was going to fight whoever the fucking wanted to fight her. That's what it was. Now I wasn't probably going to fight her, you know what I mean? But I was mad enough to have some aggressive words. Yeah. Like what the fuck? I, I saw Get the fuck out of here. You know, something like that. I would hope that the bouncer <clears throat> would do something like take her down, which would be funny because I've seen that happen before. I saw right. that happen in Vegas where. I literally, I actually heard the bouncer go night night, because he just put her put this this woman went nuts. She was grabbing people, other people's drinks off the bar and throwing them at the guy. She was, I mean, just shattering, uh, like busting bottles with her hand and holding on it like the what they call it a Mexican switchblade. Wow, Josh will like that one. Yeah, the and, and like just trying to cut people and just I'm just sitting at like uh, across the U-shaped bar from this woman watching this shit show. And then finally two bouncers come out and like they they see this woman. She couldn't have been more than 120 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care how tough you are. I don't care unless you are like highly highly fucking skilled in hand-to-hand combat. Two 300-pound bouncers are going to take your 120-pound ass and they're going to do whatever sure. the fuck they want with you. Yep. And she tried to stab at one of the the uh, bouncers, and the, he like one guy like distracted her, and the other guy came around behind her, put his put his arm around her uh, around her neck, started leading her outside, walked right past me, and then she started kicking at him and punching at him. She tried to kick him like in the like kick up and hit him yeah. in the balls, and I think she might have come close to making contact, and that's when he was like, nope, and then just. <laughs> Flexed his, flexed his yeah. bicep, and then all of a sudden you saw her eyes go and just rolled out. <laughs> and he goes good night, <laughs> and then and then he just like instead of laying her on the ground, he just kind of held her out in front of her, 
or in front of him and threw her over his shoulder and then walked out with her. And I was like, that's how you get a girlfriend. Like that. That, <laughs> that was the old, that was caveman days. That, uh, that was a good old days. Yeah, you know, we, we should be able to take a club and just clonk him over the head. Bonk and just you know, have fun. No, like I, I just love those people that they get a little bit of, of, of go juice in them and then they fucking lose their mind. Yep. This is why weed should be legal. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, at that point, it's too bad that there's no fast-acting weed because if it was completely legal, there's some sort of fast-acting acting nasal spray. Like, imagine a nasal spray that's just like Narcan, like for the opioid ODs. Yeah. But fast-acting enough to where it just diffuses somebody and just puts them in a completely stoned state so that they stop trying to, you know, start bar fights. I think that would be more useful than a taser. Imagine the shit that Jeremiah Green has seen. Folks that don't know this living outside the area. Jeremiah Green's a local kind of DJ guy. DJ everybody and, knows. And he's and he's gone he's literally gone all over the world. Like he's he's yeah. he's definitely DJ'd in at least three countries. So just a this we could have the stories him tell us just story after story. So I could sit after. back and listen to him talk for hours. About uh But I know I've heard of him I've heard of I, excuse me, I've heard him like tell stories about some shit that he's seen from behind the DJ booth that is just like almost fucking beyond belief. Yeah. Um, you have to. If yeah. you work in that environment until, I mean, some of these gigs he plays are until when? Dawn? Yeah. And sometimes you know? later than that. Yeah. yeah. So, and you, you got a lot of people that everything. are taking all sorts of drugs and they're all revved up and they got the alcohol involved and they just get the, and they already have the crazy gene. Yeah. So what ended up happening with the chick at the sundowner? Like what, what did she, uh, they ended did, up did, taking her out, I guess it's, they ended up pull, I think they took both of the women out. And then I believe I was getting tires one day on my truck at some place in town, on my other truck I had a while back, and they were talking about it wasn't the Sundowner; it was the it was BJ's then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the two guys working on my truck I was in there, kind of watching, just kind of bullshit. No one else was there, and they were putting tires. They were, oh man, did you hear what happened at uh, BJ's last night? There was some kind of a knife fight, or a gunfight, or something. the police showed up, and there was something. It was a big event. It was I in was, the papers. And everything. I think I know what you're talking yeah, about. It, it was like, I was working the hospital that night. Yeah. And that I think they sent this one woman sent 11 people to the ER because she had she cut people up with a razor knife. I think that must have been the same. I mean, you know. we're talking thousands of stitches and staples on these people because wow. every time she would they, somebody would try and restrain her, she would just and 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 slice somebody open. I, I mean, we're talking brand new machine sharpened well, you know razor knife. It's, that's that's just not very nice. You know, I was just thinking that like that's just not really um in part of God's plan. It's not it's not social normal social behavior. I don't understand the woman's problem. I do know that she's um I didn't know that you could do this, but she was one of those that uh you can be 86 like you can you can technically have a ju- like a like a superior court judge can order you to be 86 from any alcohol serving establishment in the state. Wow. And if you go in, it's I if you if you go in someplace and you consume alcohol in a place that had like a, not in in your own home mm-hmm. or in a private domicile, I th- it, you, I think you can go to jail for like forty five days for it. So is this what happened to her? Is yeah, that suggesting. Yeah, okay. they said that in the paper several weeks later when she was convicted. She of it. probably she just went guilty. to Vegas though, huh? Probably went to, went to Vegas to drink. Well, yeah, absolutely. Fuck it, keep her out of this town, yeah. dude. She tries something like that in Vegas, she's gonna get shot. Yep. yep. Speaking of. Vegas thing. It's been a while now. It's been long enough. We can kind of talk about it a little bit. I saw the big sign on there. On in fact, we were taking off. Um, I flew back east uh, this past week to work on an aeroplane with glue, 
and uh, <laughs> one of them flying machines. So you had to spackle some holes in it. Is yeah, that it? Yeah, it was like a <laughs> chewing gum. Bubble gum works the best. I found. I heard that. I heard that. I think yeah. the Germans pioneered that bubble gum. So, so yeah, I, I have a window seat, and we're turning. Like, oh, look, there's a strip, and then it, oh, I saw Mandalay Bay. It's rough. Yeah, and I went fuck. It's rough, man. And, and I and then they have this big sign there. They had this big. Uh, there's a big banner kind of hanging down from the top of it. Which Mandalay Bay is a huge fucking building. It really That's is a big building. Yeah, there's a big banner. It looks kind of small because it's a big building. But it says, you know, hashtag Vegas strong. I yep. think that's what it says on the building. And I went, uh, yeah. Hmm. That, mm, 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 mm. knowing, know, knowing personally people that it were, that were there, um, it really just drove, drove things home a little bit. Like it's, it's like you, the, you were at the Olympic games. Yeah. When the, from the bombing, bomb, bombing took place. Took place. Like I was with, yeah, I have a relative who, um, speaking of which, people in this town know that I'm trying to get back into bicycling and that kind of stuff. Ed, man, if you're listening to this at the time, I have a, a distant cousin who has the most awesome thighs <laughs> ever. She's a distant cousin, okay, Joe? Uh, no, hey, man, <laughs> if she's your kissing cousin, it's the South. It's jo- <laughs> no. We're talking about Georgia cousins. That's a- fine. Actually, actually, she's uh, she's from Connecticut or somewhere up in the Northeast. And I didn't even oh, knew there, there are all those blue bloods are inbred anyway. I, I didn't even know that she was, I knew I have cut. We all have cousins. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, some of mine are married. <laughs> so, so she ended up staying. She and her, no, she wasn't. She stayed at my parents' house. She, and she was, she was, she was in the Olympics. Mm. She was in, on, in 96 when they were. Yeah. In and she yeah. was doing, so, I can't remember what, if she was, um, What's the oval race? The the bank the bank the track thing. Velodrome Vel- stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I and her her boyfriend, I think boyfriend. He went. His team won silver medal, I believe. Oh wow, ninety six. Do you remember your cousin's name? Nope. Wow, that's fucking pathetic. No, I we weren't. I didn't even know her that well. I didn't even. No, no. no I'm I'm just saying, like, it would be kind of cool to look her up and be yeah. Like, hey. So we, it was what was here was here was the coolest thing. This was so cool because Alice, my stepmother, goes, you know what, you ought to go down to Olympic Village. And uh, hang out tonight with uh, Veronica, whatever the fuck her name is, Michelle or something like that. And I went, oh, okay. I was no, I wasn't really into it for some reason. It was just dumb. Here's the dumbest thing: the Olympics are in town. We have passes because she was on the Olympic team, and we could go all these different places. And I just, for some reason, I just wasn't feeling it. Were you? I know you weren't a teenager. No, why, yeah, why, I was, why I was like thirty a, or something. Why are you being such a dick? I don't know. I can't remember. Me, me, me. Thank you, go. Go stupid Olympics is corrupt. Doping, me. <laughs> this is long before the, that me, kind of shit was going me, on. Anyway, me. so I, I picked cells, her up, me. and she's, I mean, she's rather attractive. Here's the cool thing. She's wearing her fucking Olympic jacket, the United States Olympic team jacket. That's what we walked around with. That's awesome. That was badass. So when I first saw her, and she was because it was kind of she was going to wear it that night, just because it's part of the fuck. You earned that thing, you know. Goddamn right, you're. You know, you're the cream of the crop from that country. Yeah, you're fixing to be cream of the so crop. So I'm hanging it. out with her. She, it's she and I. That's it. Her boyfriend is already still competing, or whatever. And so it's she and and myself. That's it. We go down to Atlanta at night to Olympic Village and walk around, and check out all the art and stuff and people and. Different thing. It's just it's a cool event. It's it's uh there's some events that were going on, you know, um in some of the stadiums around, but we didn't do any of that. We just we didn't feel we just wanted to go down there. She goes, Yeah, I haven't been down just just to kind of take it all in. You know, I had she didn't have a chance to do that yet. So we went out to eat somewhere and did this and just walked around for several hours and all that kind of crap. And as we're walking through and we're leaving, we hear a boom. 
what the fuck was it? it did, it, we weren't that close to it. It was close enough to where it was something. I thought, but that was a like a gas main explosion or something. It's what I kind of thought. And then as we're driving, getting my truck or whatever the frick I had at the time, we were driving back and I tune in the radio and it's all over the news. There was a bomb went off and went, holy shit. Wow. And we're talking about where it was. Yeah, we were right there. We were right there, walked by that area a couple of times. And it's kind of, didn't really bother me, but it's like, hey, Michelle, that could have been us. Yeah, because it, it was right there. It was a pipe bomb with uh, nails, nails and shit, and shit right? Yeah, yeah. It was, I, what's that guy's name? Richard Branson. No, probably was not Richard Branson. <laughs> Richard, but the guy that they blamed it on. Yeah, the guy that no, they blamed that, that yeah. they, the he was a security guard. guard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Richard Ramirez. No, no, that's the Night Stalker. Mm, I'm Richard not, I'm Van Dyke. Not, it's not. It's probably not Richard Van Dyke. Was it Little Richard? Was it Richard Head? <laughs> it probably was not Richard Head. It wasn't Little Richard. I know it was. It ended up being that guy that hit out in like the Appalachians for like fifteen years. Yeah, or remember that and guy? In fact, he also bombed abortion clinics and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and I can't remember his name either. Like I, I like the idea of somebody calling somebody a baby killer and then killing them. Yeah, that's awesome. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so but the coolest thing was it was so cool to be walking around with her and she was checking she was buying little pieces of Olympic jewelry for her her nephews and little things like that and you know buying little bracelets and stuff oh this would be so cool and so I was hanging out it was she she had, she had her Olympic fucking real US team Olympic jacket on while we're walking around it was badass Hell it was yeah. so cool to be around her and because Alice kept talking about my stepmother kept talking about her thighs she goes you're not going to miss her thighs because they're just you know she's a bicyclist right. an Olympic bicyclist yeah they were pretty amazing. It's weird. I'm, I'm Come check out your cousin's thighs. <laughs> Come over here. Feel this. You look at this. Feel this. You should be able. Look, look at, at the, those. Look at the definition. Like it, I feel like I'm filling up a quarter horse. Look at this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what Alice was doing. I swear to God. I can't remember I her need name. to meet Alice so again because she actually sounds like a goddamn crack up. No, she is. She's a lot of fun. I Honestly, I've told her this a number of times, and she does not listen, thank God, to this podcast. I'm not, I'm not even sure she knows we do this. Hmm. We should tell her. Yeah. I have her number. <laughs> I know you do. So you, anyway, you gave it to me. I'm not trying to. Scam I know my, I did. I, I dude. I can't I beat did. out Mr. Fucking Music Stand Man. Yeah. Hey. What? If she now she's never gonna listen. I'm never gonna have her listen to this podcast well, because I said that. Because I don't think they're hanging out. I really don't. You don't think so? No, I really don't think they are at this you think, point. You think it was just like a one and done thing? I don't know if it even was. <laughs> 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 Oh my God! Hit it and quit it. Yeah, there you go. You <laughs> hit it, break the hip, quit it. <laughs> rub some liniment on it and A- get out. Al- Alice is not. I'm not gonna tell everybody how old she is, because I don't even really know to be honest. Because I I don't keep track of age that way. I, I, I just don't. I think you and I sat and tried to figure it out because she's about uh, like maybe seven or eight years younger than your father. Yeah, and, and like you, we kind of came within a couple yeah. years of it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but she's a good-looking old broad. Anyway. She no, she is. She is a, a lot of fun, very smart, and there's no way it could have been bad. You know, my parents got divorced. Uh, they, she he, could have been a total shit stepmom. He, he got remarried. I I cannot imagine her if I had to create a stepmother situation to find someone better. I I honestly couldn't. She she made me take Latin in high school. That's cool. Which I I am very thankful for. Um. And uh, I travel a lot with my father and stepmother to Europe. I was at Fortune. My parents worked for Delta Airlines. We got to do all that stuff. And and she was pretty well educated. She knew a lot of it. It was just, it was a good situation. She never 
never screwed me over or any of that kind of stuff as far as as far as uh, being assholeish when I was growing up or trying to throw me under the bus or any of that. Did kind she of ever stuff. try to get you to call her mom? No. no. Did your dad ever try to make that happen? No, I always called That's her Alice because my parents got divorced. How old was I when they got divorced? 12, 13, 13 years old. Something That's like about that. when I think the Gaines gravy train ended. <laughs> it, it did. I was told before that a couple years prior, the gravy train. <laughs> it's so funny. Every time I think about it and you're like, what fucking gravy train? We right. was like, we need generic cereal or something. Right like now, that. my, 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 my thought, he made decent money, but I'm telling you is one of these typical cheap airline pilots is the way that it was. Well, and also like, I'm sure he made decent money, but it probably wasn't anywhere on the level of the money that they make now in comparison to the value of the dollar. Because remember, we talked about this. I don't think we ever recorded this, but I, I did a little bit of research into it's it. It's going back up. Is the airline sirens are going back it, up now. Well, well, it is because they're trying to get running out of people, pilots. Running out of pilots. Yeah. But you had uh, in the 60s, you had such a surplus. Yes, there were. And then into the 70s, after you had World even War more, II. after World War II, you had a surplus. Yeah. And then you had a, a huge surplus after Vietnam. Vietnam the pilots mm-hmm. had survived. And that was my father. So like in the 60s and 70s, those guys, there was a shitload of them out there. So they weren't getting, they weren't, yeah. it wasn't that hard to get a, a pilot job. It wasn't that hard to find a pilot. So they didn't have yeah. to pay them all that much. So they're probably making more like middle, like right dead set in the middle class. Mm. And, 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 but with all the perks yeah. that go along with being, Upper class. I know. I know what, the, what some of the, some of the senior captains were making per year, and it's it's pretty it was pretty healthy back then, though. It's still, if they're flying international in the, in the right. big jets, it was pretty healthy. But then, but it, the, then but it went the mid level experience guys. But then yeah. though, as those guys died off. Right. But anyway. Right. But yeah. So I like say, I said, the mid level guys are making about one hundred and fifty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and you're flying around three hundred people around all the time. That's probably pretty. pretty so then, when your folks split up, and your dad's like, "All right." Gaines gravy train is over. Is over. I'm going. I just I don't remember the gravy part of this train. I really. I, mm-mm. I, <laughs> so I can, yes, I can remember being told something like something along those lines. Not because of my parents getting divorced. It was some, it was something else. Like, all right. Well, this the time the time of uh, it was it was like being spoiled or something like that is over. And I'm just like. <laughs> What? <laughs> we went a winter without a fucking car in Ohio. <laughs> a family of five didn't have a car. In, you were lucky 19- not to have a car. Yeah. Because they break down. In my down. day, we had four cars. And I had to wash all of them every Saturday like that. <laughs> no, I don't fucking tell me about that. You have I, cars, I, they break down. You have they, to work ca- on them. Exactly. No, I remember that. I, I remember. But it was somewhere along, around that time, like the free ride it was i think that's what it was i free think my ride. stepdad said something like the free ride is over and i'm like free ride do you the, get you remember the fucking, song free ride come on this fucking edgar winter group ride. do you do you yeah, know how many yeah. fucking times i played that in marching band yeah. i bet you know how many I, times i heard that the skating roller rink when i was growing up oh yeah oh i bet <laughs> what about at football games yeah oh yeah it's everywhere i it's like uh that and well, I don't know. I don't know if they do this anymore. I know they do in Ohio because it's an Ohio thing because that's the band that did it. But they're from Ohio, but Hang On Sloopy. Oh yeah, holy shit! You got I could probably that. still play Hang On Sloopy and Free Ride on multiple instruments because I played it so many fucking times. Cool. It's not, not cool. It's, it's not really cool. not that cool. Not that cool. It's really? stuck in my head. There's there's a spot. Should here. I bring a trombone in here and we can just uh Yeah. Really yeah. I can fucking I'll nail that shit. I used oh, to play yeah, trombone. I, I did. Yeah. Play trombone. Slide. 
Slide trombone. Yeah, buddy. Uh, so anyway. I was, was going to say is my is my mother. Um, I'm not going to get into all the negatives. And there were some bad things, but my my mother and Alice never. You know, they had to talk on the phone occasionally about some stuff, and they were always cordial when they were in when they were had to meet up ever. If they, my mom came to visit me, and they they were always very very cordial and very polite and never heard anything bad. You know, I mother was like, you know, I really like Alice, you know, I, and I say, I, I like her too, mom, you know, it's worked out. Okay. And was you never, never heard from either side. You never heard like after, no, nope. like yeah. after your mother passed, you didn't hear Alice go. I just have to tell you, your mom was a real bitch. Yeah, no, it didn't. It, it was, it was, it I was, don't think your mom had like, even if your mom was, if, even if your mom was acting like that, she kind of had, yeah, she, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. kind of like my, you know, my mom, Tries to be like, I don't know why your father that really, really, you don't know why they act like that. I, I think Alice actually came to my mother at some point and asked her, when Bob does this, how the fuck do you handle that? Oh, you're trying to get advice. That's like he's funny. being an ass. And he goes, yeah, he kind of does that. <laughs> I think that actually came up once or twice. That's and, funny and I, shit. I thought it was kind of funny. So yeah, I think they, so what I'm saying is it was, it was cordial. I really don't remember any, I didn't black any of this out. Like it was so horrible. I just forgot about it. It was as amicable as it could be. And it was as tolerable as it could be. And I know that Al supported me very well when my mother passed away. You know, she was, she was really there. And, and cause it was my first big event. I had, I had lost friends over the years, you know, through car accidents and suicide and you have too. And things right. like that. I, I've been that, but this is the first real family member outside of my grandparents which was bad enough but that you know this is a it, it was bad it was it was rough you know i remember wow i don't want to go in this road but i remember when she was first sick and then getting sicker and then at some point it was like yep this is gonna this is gonna go you know this is gonna this is what's gonna take her you know that was obvious i did not want to go visit her initially i mean i did not want to go i mean i wanted to but i didn't want to face it you know, that was my reaction was not. Well, not it's totally normal. Yeah. And uh, I was probably about 35. I was, a, you know, in, I was in my adulthood. It's pretty young. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I don't remember my exact, but it was, but I was an adult and, and I, I knew I was going to go and I visited her a bunch, flew back and forth a lot to Texas and, uh, and visited her. But it was like, I remember the first time or two it was like it's the worst fucking thing man i didn't want to it's it's not even talk about this anymore but anyway alice is very very supportive she goes i know this is your first this is your first big one you know and then she lost everybody when she was younger she lost her her parents when she was really young she lost her her sister she lost her her niece her niece died when she was like 24 years old she was driving in atlanta had some kind of a uh, uh, like we thought it was an epileptic fit Turns out to be some kind of a tumor. Oh, know, shit. And she died when she was like 24, 25 years old. And that, that was the first funeral I ever went to. Let's just keep talking about funerals and death. Let's just do that for a while. <laughs> wow. No? no? I, well, I mean, I, hey, I will tell you this. I, I this can... is kind of a funny story. So I... <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about how funny the funeral was, Joe. I can't wait to for, hear it. For my... What would she be? My stepmother's uh, niece... She would be a human. Wait, wait, wait. That's it. She would be a dead person. That's all. That's that, there's <laughs> wait, no. Wait, wait. There's no relation wait, to you. My stepmother's sister's daughter. It would, so if a sister's daughter would be your niece, her it would be her niece. So Alice, my stepmother. What would, what would the niece be your of me? Cousin, your step cousin. Step cousin. Yeah. Is that it. 
Yeah, step okay. cousin. If you if you really want to split those fucking hairs, a step cousin. Okay, step right. cousin died. How, so how how awesome was a twenty four year old's funeral? Because I've been to a, I've been to a couple of those. Yeah, and they here, weren't here, fucking here, awesome. Here's what's funny. No, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm Let me tell you about the time <laughs> fucking shakes the clown yep. showed up to the funeral. When young people die, it's just, oh. I know I'm not I'm not making it's not I, it's not funny. I'm trying to be funny. It's I know. Not funny. I know it's, it's not, funny. not funny. It's you like all... it's like the last half hour of Patton Oswalt special. Oh, that's not very funny. It's not funny. He tries to get some dark humor in he there, does. and that dark humor is jet black. It's pretty obvious it's therapeutic for him to talk about. Absolutely, that and, and as this should be for you. And so, right, no, well, right. it's not because it's been a long, long time. But here's what's funny: ha ha, is that you know um, she was very close to Alice. You know, they all we all went out together and did. It was a big family thing all the time, and then she got sick and died, and there it is. So I'm drove to. I was getting ready for this funeral that I did not want to go to at all. Again, surprise. I mean, who wants to go to a funeral? I actually get psyched up, like I'm there for the party. It's it's a great place to pick up women. Are we going there with like wedding I'm crashers and then they joking. and they yeah, figure out I, that the best place to go is not a wedding but a funeral? To, yeah, yeah. I mean, and if you can hit both in one day, whew, man, you'll get drainage. Yeah. So it's so awful. So I'm getting ready for this funeral at my apartment, I think, and uh, in Georgia, and I'm drinking because I'm gonna drink. Because your mother said that you should drink more. Right. Because of that and because I really don't want to go to this funeral. I'm going to get kind of fucked up. You know, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to get not totally wasted, but I, I'm going to have to. Were you doing beer bong hits and shit? Like, no. In, like, no. Okay. No. It was probably beer, though. Probably. Anyway. If I, if I, guess, I bet it was Sierra Nevada. Good for you. Yeah. It's classy. Yeah. So I kind of show up at my dad's house, which is Alice's house also, because they're getting ready to go to this same funeral. And I'm not drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were drinking. When you said you were going to be drunk, I thought you meant you were drinking at the funeral or like at a wake or something afterward. No. No. You were drinking beforehand. And I drank and drove to my, you know, again, I wasn't off the, it wasn't that, it wasn't, but I was like really relaxed and like, okay, I think I might be able to suffer through this and cry without being noticed by everybody. Did you yeah. know this woman? Yes. Denise? Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we have Thanksgiving dinner at her house and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Kathleen is her name. Um, tall, beautiful brunette, you know, striking. I'm already all about it. Yeah. So anyway, so I show up and, I, and I'm kind of drunk. So I walk into the kitchen. My dad was kind of getting ready to waiting for Alice. You know, he was kind of puttering in the kitchen and kind of getting, you know, we're leaving in 10 minutes. Okay, fine. So I probably walk in there and I probably kind of, you know, probably kind of, when he kind of looks at me, he can tell, he goes, have you been drinking? And I went, I went, yeah. And he goes, so have I. <laughs> and he goes, but he had his drink in his hand, his cocktail. And he goes, I was hoping you were going to drive. And I went, okay, I'll drive if you want me to. And he goes, no. No. Alice. <laughs> so no, so he drove, but I found out later on, this is kind of interesting, is that is that he knew I was still possibly trying to fly maybe for a living, you know, that I was gonna be getting into the um into the Air Force slash Air National Guard and going that route like that, and he thought, if you get a DUI, you're done. You know, he goes, I could probably get a DUI and fight it through people that he knows right. or money. 
and that kind of crap. But I'm like, he he wasn't that fucked. If he got pulled, he probably would have been illegal. But it was kind of during the day, right? It was like a Saturday afternoon or something like that. It okay. probably wasn't going to be. So he drove anyway. That's my story is that my father drove kind of buzzed-ish. Almost right. And he didn't. To this young me. funeral. Yeah, and it was I, awful. I remember the, fir- the first funeral I went to was my Aunt Sadie. And she was, she she's dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> Crazy. The end. Francisco Franco is, is still, still dead. dead. <laughs> uh, no, I th- I was shit, man. I was I think I was nine years old, eight or nine years old. It was right after we moved from Tucson to Ohio, mm-hmm. and that just kicked off. Then my uncle Ray died, and then you had you had the three sisters. Uh, what was it? Uh, my grandmother, uh, Sadie, and then uh, Hazel. Those are yeah, Kate, Katrin. Wait, Kate or Hazel? Or both? Kate, you had Kate, Hazel, and... Uh, um, That's a lot. I'm going to back up. Actually, I was, 12, I, was 12, I was about 25. I'm sorry. I was about 25 years old, uh, not not 30, because now I'm thinking... Oh, shit, and she she's right around your age. Yeah, you know, that's, you know, she died when she was young. Yeah. Yeah. So I, was, but it, what I was going to say was my father, my poor father got just hit. He got hammered so hard with, like... I think he took care of five estates... Jesus. ...in four years... That's full-time job. Yeah. Well, because what it was is my um, my dad was the only one that lived nearby. And my uh, was the only close family that lived nearby. And what it was, you had three sisters that married. You know, they have their three husbands. And then they all bought houses on the same block together. So grandma and grandpa in one house, Aunt Marie and Uncle Charlie right next door. And then right across the street was... Uh, uh, um, Aunt Minnie. That's you it. guys had like a Dave yeah, Koresh compound. Hell. Kind of, except in South Tucson in like a little planned community. Like, oh. But anyway. Well, it wasn't like a... But they just started dying. Religious dude, community. Dude, it wasn't a religious community, no. <laughs> Didn't like it was, stock a bunch of guns. Nope. Zero guns. Yeah. And it was just they starting in like 93. Aunt and uncle died. Aunt and uncle died. Grandma died. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Some how do you, how does play one person going on down there? You, well, you have old. I mean, they're oh, old. Okay. Um, it wasn't like that. Any of them died prematurely, but I mean, it was a lot of funerals and a lot of estates to take care of. That's why my dad and I have a conversation every year of, all right, this is the combination of the safe. This is the numbers that you call as soon as you know that I'm pronounced dead. And then you call these three phone numbers. Everything else is taken care of. Because he saw what kind of bullshit he went through. And then again, yeah. when his father died, my grandpa in 2002, you know, luckily had like a six or seven year gap there where he didn't have to deal with anybody's death. Just always felt fucking horrible for him. And now I, I now looking at what other, what now that I'm more of an adult and can kind of see what families have to go through and deal with it, it's just fucking horrible. The, wor- the worst part um, for my father's, and we're going to not end on this topic, by the way. I'm just letting you know, we're not going to end on this topic. I think we should. I no. Nope. Nothing wrong with that. All right. Uh, That's was, a part of life, Paul. Was that really, Joe? Really, is a part of life. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. It's the end of no it. No one ever told me that. Really? Nope. Never. Well, you've no. never heard that. No, I've heard that. In your sixty-eight years of existence, you've never heard <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the worst part of my father, other than the obvious bad uh, stuff, was he had a lot of stuff, and he was into this thing called aviation and restored these antique gliders and all these materials and parts and stuff and books and on and on and on and on and on and on and on. We got a construction dumpster, large dumpster. Oh, wow. Now we gave away a lot of stuff, sold some stuff, 
sold its collection of gliders to this museum in Oregon. Wow. That sounds like a big chopper. Or they're going fast. That's got to be the medical chopper because it's not a boom, 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 like yeah. a cobra or a, ooh, I want a cobra so badly. You're, bad, you're badly, like a, bad. You, bad. You're not going to get a, that's a million dollar helicopter. I know. Plus all the maintenance you got to do to it. Yeah. Helicopters don't just maintain themselves like a cat. God, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. I think just, what about the cheap helicopters? Yeah. Hold on a minute. So yeah. anyway, just all this crap. I had to go back and forth so many damn times. I didn't know you. Then. Nope. I was going back and forth a bunch to organize all this crap. But, you know, Alice is like, that's your responsibility, Paul, because that's all his shit and it's all aviation shit and that's your job. Then I resented Alice. <laughs> it was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I bet I would have. <laughs> she, fuck you, she, Alice. She lived there. and But she's like, really, Paul, there's this certain type of wood to make certain parts of airplanes. You want me to go through it and figure this out? I get it, I guess. You know what I mean? I yeah. Mean, someone's got to do it and it was me. And I was flying back and forth a lot. And um, that was the worst part about it. it. Makes me think of some of the stuff. And I still have a bunch of his stuff here, but not a lot. And uh, I got a Connex full of crap. So I'm thinking, that's a bunch of shit that I've got. I've got to think about this. I, I got a bunch of shit here. Yep. So that's just weird. You're thinking Why? about all this stuff I have, all, all this shit here you see. And Paul, all here's the thing. Shit, After you die, I'll go through your shit. Don't, and all don't. that shit out there. And there's some more shit over there. Okay. You got a lot of shit. If you die, if when you die, I will I will personally go through your shit. Yeah, well, there needs to be some younger people involved that might Ouch. want some of this shit. And I don't mean you, God damn. I mean there are there are other fucking a- hurt. I mean I know other, I'm thirty six, I'm getting old. No, God there, damn. there are aviation people around here that are a lot older than I am. That's the problem. Is I, in fact one of them passed away, which I missed his funeral because we had that aviation event out here that I had to go to that was really well attended. <laughs> You know, his funeral was that day. Right, right. And I'm, now I didn't know him, but Scott was like, well, you didn't really know him that well. This event is here. I'll go to that. And then you can go to the, his wake or a celebration of life thing at the EAA, EAA hangar, and that'd be fine. Okay, whatever. So what I mean, what I'm saying is if everybody kind of lives their normal, their normal life of all the aviation people I know out here, you know, there'll be no aviation people to go through all my crap. Uh, hopefully we need some younger kids in here. That's what has to happen. Teach them how to fly, that kind of thing. Do you have enough parts laying around to build an aircraft? Um, nope. I oh. have aircraft. You do? I don't I don't need parts. I have three. Three. Yes. Well, only one of them flies under its own power, right? I love I love getting under your fucking skin when it comes to this yes, aviation but the, shit. Because I know just enough to get you in, but get the glider into stuff trouble. is much more. And by the way, I'm thinking, as I've told you before, we won't get into this. There may be some gliding activity happening here, perhaps with my glider. I fucking hope so. Yeah, it'd be awesome. I'm tired of hearing about this shit and how fucking illustrious career of uh, your or how illustrious your career with this with soaring and all this other horse shit. But yeah. I really, all I've ever had to do with those fucking things is move them out of the hangar. And move them back move in. Move them back in the hangar and put them in, <laughs> move, put them in a different spot in the hangar. Slide it, them back out of the way to watch It's a new day, movies. Joe. It's happening. I can it's feel it. It's a new day. And, and by the way, I'm starting to watch more videos and looking up different parts for one of my other gliders and starting to dream about it, actually. Uh-oh. Lately. So it's like I can feel it now, and it doesn't make me uncomfortable now to, it's all in the bullshit. Why can't I just thing. pull you in my truck? You could. 
out. It, it, what I need is to do is a runway long enough. No, it, the thing, the way to do it would be out at Red Lake. And, oh, okay. And in fact, the um, group um, from Prescott Valley, there's a gliding, a soaring association there at Prescott Valley that does winch launching. And they use a big winch out there to pull you it's up. Big, uh, I think it's a Cadillac V8, I think is what I looked up. You want to talk about the worst website I've ever seen in the past 10 Pre- years? Prescott Valley? Yep. Yeah, well, they don't care. They're the most active winch launching glider group in the country. Right? That's nuts. Yes, they do. Wow. They do thousands of launches a year. Thousands. Right at Prescott Valley. Now, That's cool. I'm not... Everybody start nodding off again. I, I am certified for aero toes, meaning I can get towed by another aircraft. Mm-hmm. And so if you have to get an endorsement to do ground launches or winch, which is which is a auto tow or winch launching, I don't have my winch launching endorsement, so which is no big deal. I just go there, join their club, and uh, they've got a two-seat glider there, and I can do, it's like three toes, and you have an instructor, and they sign you off. Then I can take my glider and get winch launched there. Now, so if that happens, <clears throat> then that group is talking about bringing a car with a long rope and going out to Red Lake on some, maybe in the spring at some point and doing some arrow toes out at Red Lake. And that would be cool. And they would bring a two place glider also, in which case uh, we could give rides. And at that point I would be signed off in their two place glider. So I could give rides to all my friends out here. Oh man. At Red Lake. It's all happening. Yeah, no, it's, it's slowly, I say slowly before it was snail's pace, dead stop, not even a snail's pace, but now there's more people talking about stuff. And if things do happen, for the best out here, like we hope. Um, then I've got another friend who's got a, an airplane who wants to put a tow hitch on there and get certified for aero tows out here, and uh, we'll see what happens. So, God damn it, I hope it happens. Yeah. And, well, how fast do I have to drive my truck to get somebody up in the air? It's not very fast because... Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. It's more just to, uh, time. Yeah, because what happens is... Distance, I guess. Is you go... Um, if you go 40, 45 miles an hour, that's enough to get the glider off the ground. So now the glider is barely off the ground, kind of floating. Now the glider pulls back, okay? And now the glider is flying the arc. So the glider is now going faster through the air than you're going across the ground. Right, okay. So now you're, you're gaining, you're going 60, 60 or 70 miles an hour. You're going 40 or 45, and the glider is going. But it's also creating more drag on my truck, so it's going to. It is, but it's not right. much. It's it, not, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and I don't know if you're. I know they use regular pickup trucks, and I think that yours would even work. And I don't know how heavy they are on the rear axle. I, I need to talk to some. I don't think you have to have, like, a lot of weight in the back. I know the glider is pulling. See, normally when you get up high, you're not pulling up much more from the back of the truck. So it's, it's, but back here, it's a little bit more resistance, and it's, and it's a fair bit more. But the angle, because it's a long fucking rope, by the way. It's a couple thousand or two, three thousand feet long. Okay. It's a long rope, so the rope near the truck is not really angled up. It's kind of because it's got weight to it, you know. So it's kind of straight behind the truck and slowly curving up. So it's kind of pulling the truck back and not trying to lift the back of the truck off the ground. I think um, that's how it works. So I don't think in the, even in a smaller truck like yours, non full size truck, I don't think you have to have like a bunch of weight in the back of the truck and that kind of stuff to keep right. the rear wheels on the ground. Now here's uh, for anybody who's listening. That description of a pickup truck pulling a weird flying machine with a rope, doesn't that sound like some redneck, hold my beer, check this out, fucking kind of shit? It does. Which I'm pretty sure that's what those Bavarians were thinking when they designed that shit all those years ago. Well, the first- Was um, kind of some, just some rednecky. This uh, let's see what we can get into the air. Well, the first launching was just off of a hill, like with Otto von Lilienthal. That sees the, or Otto Lilienthal, not Otto von, Otto Lilienthal. 
um, kind of a hang glider. And yeah. he, he would go up, you know, to be a small kind of in Germany has a lot of, you know, our hills around here are very rocky and cactusy and they would hurt a lot if you were to crash that. But in Germany, it's all very slope and green and grass. And you could go up there when the wind is just right, you just kind of step off and there's enough wind to support you and you can glide on down. So he did a lot of that. And then I don't know if the next thing was from the back of a car, like a short little rope that someone did or bungee launching. That was very popular. And it's really kind of interesting where they have you know, about 20 people. In this long, I've seen this with the uh, uh, sh- uh, sh- Schulgleiter. That yes, one, yes, the, the, the school glider. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I saw. I watched a YouTube video of that. It was like somebody, some group had built one from original plans. Yeah. And you had what th- three people on either side, yeah. and they would just kind of start going forward. Yeah, and, and they start running strong, strong, strong. And, and in the back of the glider is a is a hook that some, someone has a release to. So they're to hold on. They're, they're, they have control of this hook. Right. And they, they, just, they just all run as fast as they can kind of ahead. And when they reach a certain point, you know, the, but the bungee is like a big damn rubber band. And, um, and they, they can't go anymore. They're, okay, cut the, you know, boom. And the guy in the back releases the line and boring. You know, it's like a, they get launched up in it, the air. It, the best way to describe it, I, I've found, was a. It looks just like the uh, water balloon launchers, like the three-man yeah. water balloon launchers. That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. But instead of somebody pulling back, it's six people going forward while you have mm-hmm. your stationary, which was pretty badass. It's got that center skid. Yep. I I saw a GoPro video of of that. I didn't even know that that was a thing. Yeah. And it's one of the oldest designs. I guess it was well, a school glider. Yeah, like it's the same said. thing. It's, it's and for they, teaching people. Yeah, and, and there's been people that have made, like, modern versions of this app. But it's, thing, it's still open cockpit, but more modern materials and lighter weight even. Um, but one of the coolest, and that's not even, that takes a lot more participation. But there are, there are places in the world, not very many, where you, there are roads. You can drive your glider in your trailer up to the top of a hill and assemble it up there, just like you've helped me do my right. glider here. And, and there's a, kind of basically a runway where it goes down a hill where all you have to do is get in your glider and someone holds you back and they just let you go and you start coasting down this, this, this hill. And if there's wind coming up, you know, and then you reach certain speed and you pull up and there's enough breeze coming up the hill where you can retract your gear and you can start soaring and you can get away. So have you done this? No, but it's a free, that's free. You know, there is a, there's no winch, there's no tow plane, there's no licensing for tow planes or winch people or cars. You just roll down and take off and in a modern sailplane like one of these out here you can go hundreds of miles from there you can get up and go get in the thermal and head out that's cool yeah totally free launch. in the alps i'm sure yeah sure like, I, I, I can't hear all the imagine. you hear the moon music down there and the cows like, with their cowbells yeah. the recola you can hear them fucking awesome yeah so there's aviation talk for all you people that are sick and tired of aviation talk. I hope you all are asleep now. Yeah. So I'm glad. But coming up, what, next weekend? Next weekend, I think, is that the 4th? We're not going to really promote it necessarily because we have... Oh, the chilling and swilling. We have some issues. Well, there's that. Oh. But then there's also the air show down there. Oh, shit. That's just right. Just the opposite. Man, did you talk to Tim about this? I whole? haven't talked to anybody about it. I, I just really haven't because I feel like there, seem, there seems to be some bad, like... Yeah. I, I don't know if there's... I, I have a feeling that Hangar 24 might end up... Being on a shit list. Yeah, they might end up on a shit list, which is too bad. Yeah, because they, did, um, they didn't start out that way. No, they really didn't. Um, so can we explain a little well, bit what's going on to some of the people Okay, what it is, chill, the Chillin' and Swillin' uh, uh, Beer Festival and Beer Competition in Lake Havasu City happens every, uh, I think it's every November and it's usually the first weekend in, yeah. in November. And this is a craft beer and Big, thing, yeah. big time craft beer thing. 
uh, probably 20 or 30 breweries show up, if maybe 40, I don't know. Uh, uh, this is also where our our, uh, our own homie, Mike Hinman, won two gold medals a few years ago for Angry Elf. Yep. His uh, his stout, he won uh, best stout, and the best uh, gold medal for best stout, uh, and gold medal for best overall homebrew beer. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty fucking awesome. But anyway, um, Hangar 24, some of you know, they're coming up on their one-year anniversary of being and, open. Yeah, and their they, initial place is in Redlands, California. Right, and they have a satellite kind of... It was originally intended to be a pilot brewery, I guess, to kind of experiment, be smaller batches uh, than what they do in Redlands. And, and they're well-liked, well-regarded. Very much so, yeah. very well-respected on the West Coast and, and, and just kind of known. Unfortunately, Hangar 24 being based at the Havasu Airport and their aviation-themed Hangar 24, it actually comes from the hangar that they started in and are still in in Redlands. It's Hangar number 24. Number 24, yeah. Which actually has, like, aircraft high-downs in their parking lot and shit. It's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, so they're very aviation-friendly. I think their owner and they're one of of the brewers are pilots. So because they're there at the Havasu Airport and they have lots of money, they put together uh, an air show. It's like an anniversary, yeah, anniversary party with music and mm-hmm. and special. They've been beers there one year, and, about one year, yeah, right. And but they're doing it at the same on the same day at the same time mm-hmm. as the Chillin' and Swillin' Beer Festival. Now that Havasu Beer Fest, the Chillin' and Swillin' specifically, it it doesn't go to like the like the proceeds don't go to a a specific uh, say like a nonprofit or something like that. That it, that ends up you know benefiting of a group of people who, who get paid for putting putting this thing on, which happens with beer festivals. And that's fine. That's a business. Children and Swillin specifically, this is the tenth year that's been going on, and it's a hundred percent of the proceeds go to a few different charities that they pick, and they change up their charities every year. Yeah. It's all for charity. When Hangar Twenty Four is like they're doing their own, they decided to ramp up their their. Um, their air show into a beer festival as well yeah, on the and, same day. And, and initially it was like, all right, cool. I went and so they give me an excuse because my plan was to fly my airplane down there early and be on the airport. And, and then I was like, I'm going to get a room down there or something. I, I'll just, I'll enjoy the, that, that day and drink some of their beers and watch. Cause they were going to have, I think they were going to be initially it's going to be because they have a hangar 24 biplane. There's a guy that's sponsored by hangar 24 right, comes right. around and that was going to be cool. And then a couple other, uh, flyovers from some groups down in Phoenix or wherever. And when they're like, it'd be kind of a cool little aviation event. And then, so I'll go there for a couple hours and then I'll get a ride and I'll go down to the chilling and swilling thing. Starts at swilling and chilling. Chilling, chilling and swilling. swilling. Thank you. And uh, that was my plan, which it still kind of is. And then they kind of grew a little bit. Oh, we're going to have this group fly and that group is going to be performing and we're going to have this many more beers. All right, cool. And then they announced they're going to have an F-18 do a flying demonstration aerobatic stuff and come ripping down the runway i don't know how many times back and forth I went well that's kind of badass I went and they're gonna have an osprey and a c-17 doing flying demonstrations i went this is getting kind of to be a real air show you know kind of a thing i thought awesome it's that close because we're not having one over here right kingman thing and then what was it last week or week and a half ago they had this big announcement that all these other beer people, other companies are going to be down there, including Stone. Yeah. And I went, what the fuck? And then... I think it's in poor taste 
Yeah. But I also, I don't know that, I, I have no evidence whatsoever. I've never talked to anybody about it. I just heard things it's here and there. It's awfully coincidental, I don't. I don't know that there was any sort of like bad blood there or anything, but I can also see where it's that bad blood usually starts from just one single little thing, and well, that's what this seems and like. Rickety Cricket's going to be there, and they're not even a brewery yet. They actually um, did a Facebook Live video yesterday where they had a Kolsch. They actually said that it was brewed in-house. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, well, I watched the They're having to hurry right. up, I guess, so they have a beer that they're going to have down there. Apparently, yeah. Anyhow, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. I haven't heard any hubbub or anything. I just I just know that it sounds like a huge conflict. Yeah. And it what it, what it really looks like is a big some big dog comes in from out of town, opens up a, a, a you know a brewery and restaurant, and then starts swinging their big dick around. I'm not saying that's what's happened. I'm just saying it, it's, it's, that's what it seems like. That's what it looks like on the surface. It's awful. and it's going to potentially fuck up a charitable yeah it's, event. It, it's obviously, but I mean, it's really coincidental, and it kind of pisses me off because I would like to go. So for me personally, I like aviation events. I love aviation events probably more than beer events. Yeah, that's for me personally. Of course. So if they're going to have all these demonstrations there. I'm probably going to stay there now longer than I planned on. And I think the other thing closes at four or five. I, I don't know if it does or not. You know, the, um, I think it stops at four. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. there's a chance that I personally may not even go down there to the, to, to Tim's place at, on Saturday, next Saturday. Sucks. And I, I'm just being honest here. Yeah. And yeah. It's all no. about aviation. It's not about the beer. And I'm sure that there's a lot of people that will be, that, that will have to be forced to choose. Yeah. Which means you're going to have a bunch of people that could maybe never have been to an air show, but could get super interested in and are and now are forced to choose. So, so what, what if, okay, so let's fast forward to a year from now. What if they decide, what if they actually it's not really uh, intentional, but so let's say they chill and chill and people say, okay, we're going to have ours now the second weekend. If you guys are going to have your anniversary thing the first weekend all the time, let's just fine. And, they, and now they're going to have, there's a second weekend. Is that going to, I think Half City has enough support to where they could get a lot of people come down there for the, you know, in other words, if it's two, yeah, I think two, so. two weekends in a row, because what if the I'm sure. Hangar 24 one turns into these, I think there's like six or seven or more breweries are going to be the there The last now? I heard is something like that, yeah. So. I, I don't know. I, I I think that it would be it would be good for the folks of Mojave County uh, to, to have two separate events. Yeah. In two separate weekends, rather. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I don't. I bet there are people in Mojave County, um, in the county that actually are involved with the city or in the Cavasu that are going. That are also not too happy about this. I'll bet you they're like, "No, going, I'm sure. I'm sure going, this is not a good thing to have these two separate events at the same damn day." Yeah. Well, it's all about planning. It's all about planning and communication. But uh, anyway, now you think we've sufficiently put everybody to bed? You're getting tired. I'm I am exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. A long day tomorrow. So be sure to, you know, brush your teeth, everybody, before you go to bed and uh, say your prayers and... Wash behind your ears. Wash behind your ears, turn your bed down, read a nice story, which we never reviewed. Do we review Celestine Prophecy or not? Nope. We should probably do that. Reread it and then... <laughs> no shit. I, I've read that shit probably five or six times. I don't need to reread it. Okay. okay let's go. Let's go. Can we I'm go? Done. I'm, I'm done. done. I'm done. Okay. Good. Fucking fine. Fine. Good night, people.